Hello guys and welcome to the first episode of the R Insights pod. Today I'm joined with Micah, also known as Life in Blue and White. How are you doing today, mate? Hello, I'm very good, thank you. I'm cheating on my regular podcast, but it's a, it's a, it's a special day, so I had to be here for this one. Yeah, hopefully you've got written permission. Um, I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> the Argent boys. Um, and later we're going to be joined by QPR legend Ali Fallin for a chat. Um, but first of all, we'll just talk through the mishap that happened on Saturday. Um, that was the 4-0 drumming by Watford. So, Michael, were you at the game? Uh, I was actually supposed to go, but then I had a prior engagement. Um, looks like that was a bit of a blessing in disguise in the end, looking at the result. Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah, I, 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 was, I was away, so I watched on the stream. Um, and... I'm pretty proud that I managed to stay inside and watch the full 90. Um, I think it wow. shows a lot of commitment, really, after <laughs> yeah. after that first half. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty shocking, let's be honest. Um, have you have you watched um all the goals? Uh I watched, I, I turned it off at 3 0. I was watching the stream, I turned it off at 3 0, to be honest with you. So I haven't seen the fourth goal. Um, yeah. Um the fourth one. Which one was that? Was that the looping header or did you see that one? I haven't seen it. I've seen... Um, oh, the fourth one was one that I think it was a, maybe a shot that was going wide and someone put it in at the back post. Oh, but yeah. it, was, it was rough. It was rough. And we've seen the meltdown on Twitter. Would you say it's justified? Um, I mean, you can't lose your first game of the season 4-0, can you? Um especially the problem we've got is that the mentality within the squad last season was just implosion. And, you know, if we're trying to get rid of that identity, the worst possible thing you can do is concede after 35 seconds. Um, so I, I would say it is somewhat justified to an extent. Yeah. Yeah. Especially our last season ended and just watching it, there was so many things to dislike in that first half. The centre halves getting pulled out of position for the for the second goal. Both of our centre midfielders were in fullback positions. It was just it was rough. And the only positive really on the ball was Paul Smith, who looked. And I, I, that was that's a sort of I'm clutching there because all he really did was get down the wing, beat his man a couple times, um, and put the ball into the box, but. That that's the level of the performance that that's the standout. Um, and then I thought second half, I'm not a massive Stephen Duke McKenna fan. I don't know about you, but I thought he did pretty well. Um, I know you didn't see the second half, but Sinclair yeah. Armstrong also came on and hustled and bustled. So those yeah. two hold their heads high. And I heard from my dad that Sinclair had a had a decent cameo. To be fair, so yeah, he was charged. Positive? Him. Can we call that a positive? Yeah, we'll take a positive there. And it, he had a massive chance, but that I would have I would have taken it. It wouldn't have felt like a if it was four one, but Armstrong got the goal. It would have felt a bit more like a four three, if you get what I mean. Um, I just need that first goal to go in. But he's he's through one on one, balls bouncing. He's rounded the keeper, lifting it over him, but he's put himself too wide and uh, couldn't get the shot on target. So yeah, a real shame, but. Watching that first half, where do you think we need to improve? And I know it's fairly obvious, but what do you feel like we need 
in that centre-back and right-back posi- position. Well, we need a senior centre-back to start with. That will help. Um, <laughs> um, I, I've been saying for the best part of two years now, um, we we just need an experienced head at centre-back and not just an experienced head for the sake of it. But I know there wasn't... Was there any set-piece goals yesterday? I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah there, there was. was. Smith at the front post had to had to mark there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I look at it and say... Dead, I mean, I think Bill said it. Uh, I know I shouldn't invoke his name, but I think Bill had said uh, there's just nobody taking responsibility from set pieces, and that has been the case for best part of two years now. Um, and I think Begovic is coming to help, but there's only so much the goalkeeper can do. You know, we need somebody else in there that's sort of commanding it. Um, so, you know, if the Steve Cook rumours are true, I would welcome that, to be fair. Um and truthfully, you know, I I just think, you know, Kakai is just like a, a okay championship backup right back. You know, I'm not sure you want to be going into 46 games with him as your first choice. Um, and even if he's not, you need competition there anyway. Mm. Uh, so I, I don't know if we're linked to anybody at right back. I don't know who's available. So I couldn't even really comment on what we need to do there. But those two positions for me... I think once Colback comes in, we'll have a bit of bite in midfield, um, which might help, um, which will help. And hopefully, based on the screenshot that I just seen that you posted, hopefully Colback will stay in the middle of the pitch. But yeah, centre back and right back is a pressing issue, definitely. Yeah. And uh, interesting you speak about an experienced centre-half. Because if you look at last season, our, our best run of form came with an experienced centre-half, sort of one that not many QPR fans like so much anymore. But at the time, everyone was enjoying his performance. He had um, yeah, Leon Balogun, and he, he didn't even seem the most vocal, but he was a calm presence. And yeah, yeah I, I didn't necessarily watch whether he was ordering people around, but... The results speak for himself, and that was definitely our our best run. So, um, yeah, Steve Cook. I'm hoping that will be done before Cardiff uh, or Ayala. Maybe I don't know if he's actually linked, but he's another senior centre half, and he's on a free. But I'd imagine he'll want a decent wage package because he this is probably, you know, his, it'll be his last season or two at this level. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, right back. Yeah, I'll echo your thoughts. There's, yeah, we we just need a starting right back, really. And I'd imagine it'll end up being a loan to paper over the cracks yet again. It feels like we've we've left that right back position just to sort itself out for so many years now. Almost hoping that Kakai will come good, but he's what? Is he 26? Is he 25, 26? I think he'll be 26 by the end of this season, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I don't think it's going to happen for him at this level, unfortunately. Um. So, yeah, not not fantastic. Yeah, nice nice positive note to start your new podcast off on, isn't it? Four yeah, months. exactly, exactly. Right. Well, um, we'll we'll leave that there, and we'll we'll focus on Ali, who I think is about to be joining the podcast. We'll um wait for him to join in. And now we welcome QPR legend Ali Fall into the pod. How you doing, mate? How are you guys? You're right. I'm absolutely perfect over here. Yes. Thank you for yeah. having me. 
All good, thank you. Nice holiday. Yes, I've been in Mallorca, which is uh, a place where I have many friends from my time there in the club, and uh, it's a beautiful place. So back at home now, which is kind of holidays anyway. Uh, the the summer here is, is nice. Um, so yeah, enjoying our time here yeah, in the summer. Perfect. Um, and so first question from me, what have you been up to post QPR? What clubs have you played for? And what are you up to now, if you just fill us in? Well, um, yeah, the, the career, my career will kind of when the the opposite, the, the other way around, you know, when you trying to get some stability along with the age, uh, you getting old that you need that stability. I was like jumping into the one club another, you know. I I got the stability in KPR when I have seven years at the club and I I was I feeling like a, I was at home. So from from that point on, I've been in Spain playing in, in Getafe, which is the after KPR I, I came here and to Spain and uh, was a really good year getting promoted with Getafe and being important in that squad and, and that team. Um, getting a contract uh, offer from big club in, in Mexico, which is Cruz Azul, one of the biggest clubs there. Went there, uh, didn't really work out as a football. Uh, so back in Spain with Mallorca, then Marbella to finish back at home and Instituto de Córdoba, which is was was great to close my chapter as a footballer. And, uh, Back home with my family, friends. Uh, now, basically, I've been. We decided to eradicate in Spain. We just living in Marbella. We get back here like a few months ago. So yeah, we embracing it. Um, the transition is is never easy for footballers, and trying to get busy to enjoy things that I couldn't do before. Preparing myself. I don't know. I don't know yet what route I'm gonna get down. But I'm preparing myself uh, always uh, in terms of uh, around football matters. So, yeah, that, that, that's been really what happened after my KPR life. So all over, all over the globe, really. You've been busy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been around and a lot. With Marbella, I understand, wasn't there a point where if they were promoted and Malaga almost got relegated that season. They would have actually been above Malaga, is that right? And they're quite big rivals, aren't they? Yeah, when I arrived here, it was like kind of um, a big deal project with a, 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 it's, it's this area where, where you have Cadiz, uh, 200 kilometers from here, and you have Malaga, 50 kilometers. So it's in a spot where it's very nice to grab a club which is Marbella, a small club, and get it into the, you know, um, and, and the professional proper uh, club. It didn't work out at the end, but yeah, Malaga just got relegated this year. Uh, they're in a big trouble, like financially, and it's been like the case of last few years. So now they hit rock bottom, which I think is sometimes is needed. So they can bounce back. It's a, it's a great club. It's a big club. That, um, and Marbella is, is doing it good now. He's getting there as well. Uh, but yeah, football, you know, it, it, never, it never is, uh, it's not straightforward. You know, it's very difficult to, to, 
to improve, to get promotions and, and to put the, the club where you want it to be. And so whilst you were at all these clubs, was there ever an opportunity to come back to QPR or did you ever want to come back to QPR? Yes, always. Uh, as, as a footballer, you want to go back to places where you've been happy and you've got really good memories, which which is not always um, a terrible, you know, ending. You know, most of the time when players go back, it's never the same because it's different situation. Uh, you are in different moment of your career, so you know people is just uh, picked up uh, romantic. Uh, you know what you have uh, in your head about some player suddenly is not the same. Uh, with KPR, uh, I tried a few times. We've been talking but never get to 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 do it um so yeah i never just go back a few months ago with the induction in the forevers really that was my first time back uh, on the club mm, yeah yeah i was at the game where you were there um oh good it would have been nice to have you back because we've had we've had problems in central midfield for a while now and uh <laughs> yeah would have been good if you, you could have come back and sort it out <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah. We I think what over time there was like uh, we get into the end of uh, our way to do things, which uh, get the the, the club uh, and that instability like ups and downs and they trying to uh, get financially right and you know do the hard work which has been the last six seven years. Um, it's tough when it's like that, you know. You trying to. Not to spend, you cannot spend with that fair play financially as well. So it's it's not easy to to run the club in that way. So yeah, it's been tough, no. But KPR fans are always in the in the suffering part of the. And it's like you know you 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 found yourself like you need to be there for for the for the team for the club, and eventually it will, it will be around. You know, it will it will get it, uh, back in the in the Premier League where it belongs and. Hopefully to to maintain that, you know. I think the club is trying to do it in the right way, uh, trying to do it when it's secure, when it's the, the right time, really. Um, that is not easy in football, you know. Yeah, I think, uh, I think as well. Oh, sorry, do you want to go? No, no, you go, Michael. It's all good. No, I was gonna say. I think as well, Ali. I think when you first um when you first came to England, I think English football didn't really have a lot of sort of midfielders like you I think you know I mean you played with Sean Derry I think that was more kind of like the sort of type of English midfielder that we had but I think as the games evolved um, I don't know if you've noticed this but in England there's kind of more and more need for players like you yeah you've noticed yeah yeah we arrived I arrived in 2009 and, and obviously the, even in the championship even in Premier League the Premier League was changing. It was a great time to be involved when, when we get promoted. Uh, um, and the Premier League started to bring like talent from, from abroad. And, and you can see the, the game start to change uh, drastically. And Championship, even now, is, is so much different from, from back in time. Yeah, it was like more direct, uh, more physically. Uh, wasn't about tactics. Now it's, you know, the game developed. So you need to improve, you need to develop as well, you need to change, embrace it. I think it's in the global football thing. 
is very physically everywhere. Uh, statistic analytics is changed completely. That's drastically. I don't really like the way it's getting now. But um, in terms of what, yeah, as you say, you know, uh, championship. There weren't many South American players, uh, and you know we 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 get to 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 see uh you know you enjoy it uh, we enjoy it a good good group of players and, and good quality players and, and scenarios you know I play with Wayne Rutledge Adele Tommy Smith you know uh, Heather Helgusom you know Ben Watson was like very skillful player as well Ogan Ephraim you have good players you know every team have two three players but it's true that now everyone wants to construct from the back, you know, build up, uh, play more like um, a Spanish type of way. If you if you can say something, yeah, you I'm agree like with you. you. You don't like it. You you prefer football to be a bit more free form, less tactical. No, 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 no. What I mean is, in the last ten years, it's been like uh, very. Apart from uh, being tactically and you know uh, adding things to 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 how build up the game how to uh, analyze the game how, how to prepare the game is 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 fine but now you have so much information which is getting like a, like everything is getting to the stream and i think uh, that is where we, we just you know you cannot control everything football is about you know surprise uh, bring something out of the box let the players express themselves a little bit uh, as well and also in the weeks you know everything that, that you have there to to make the game you know the best you can do sometimes make a little bit a little bit of uh, too boring you know too predictable or or you have the bar which is you know is for me is, is very difficult to deal with in, in football so yeah I don't like that that bit of it. Um, you have drones in the training. You have uh, every week uh, uh, body fat taken. You have uh, all all that. That's in, I like the pureness of football. So now it's like it's a lot of things happening. And, and yeah, luckily enough, I was getting to my end. And yeah, my body say stop. <laughs> and my mind as well. You know, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Enough. Talking about your uh, body saying stop, maybe it's a bit touchy. Uh, your injuries obviously dampened the time at QPR. Um, do you want to talk us through those and how you dealt with them and how the club helped you through it? Yes, for me, you know, uh, QPR is always going to feel home because um, I think the relationship we built with, with the years and, and the things were happening during these years just make the our bond get stronger and stronger. So uh, saying this, um, yeah, during my time, I have like very dark, some dark spells on, in terms of injuries. As a footballer, you, uh, the, the major injuries in football are a blow because it stopped you from, from what you want to build. You're going to miss a season. And, uh, and this business is, is the, the the velocity voracity of the game is it will be like next one next one next one so to find some a club which start stand for you and and everyone feels for you and, and be there for you is difficult in football it's not easy 
obviously I did help with that because my first injury happened with me already playing 100 games in the, in the club and doing playing every till that point I play every single minute almost you know so and do it in, in, in a good way so that allows me as well to to to, to have like a strong position uh, but what happened is after that with two with the second and the third one obviously I'd be forever grateful uh, it's one of the things that I'm more more proud of uh, my career you know to be able to you know the resilience and to go back and play five, six years more uh, of football, for me, is one of the uh, proudest things. So, yeah. yeah. It's very impressive. I, I I don't know if you remember when I saw you in Spain. So I'd done my ACL as well. I did that last year. And then I've just done it again, I think, two weeks ago. And now, oh. I'm, now I'm thinking, do I really want to do the whole operation again? So for you to do it three times, you know, it's... Obviously, I'm not a professional footballer, so it's a bit different. But um, yeah, you, what, yeah. What for yeah, making it back? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's what you, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like doing it all again. You know, all the process going into the surgery operation. The first month is a nightmare. You know, so after you you start to pick up, you know, and you start to smell things and and. Things change, but it's, it's very frustrating. It's very difficult, and also your body is not the same anymore. So it's simple as that. Your body adapts. You can go back strong and be good, and, and but but it's not gonna be the same. You your body has to you know try to to see how he readapt to to uh, and try to 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 compete and to perform in the best way possible. Really, yeah, it, it changed completely. You, your daily uh, basic uh, way of, of approaching football it, it does really yeah um yeah Ali I wanted to ask I'm I'm not gonna I feel like every interview people ask you the same question they ask you about the points deduction so I'm not gonna ask you about that but there, there's one period of time that I feel kind of gets overlooked as QPR fans so when we after we got promoted uh, I don't know how well you remember this period, but um, we got promoted and there was all these rumours that Tarapt was going to go to PSG and we had no shirt sponsor. Uh, we were playing pre-season games just in the playing kit, no shirt sponsor, and the club was up for sale. And I think the the only player we bought was DJ Campbell for, for, one, for 1.25 million, I think was the figure. Um, then suddenly, all of a sudden... Tony Fernandez comes into the club and then I think six players come in out of nowhere. Just for you, like as a player, you worked so hard the season before, you went through everything you went through with the points deduction. So, you know, the club should be on a high. We've just got to the Premier League, but there's all this uncertainty around the club. What is that like as a player having to prepare for a season when you don't really know what's going on behind the scenes? Yeah, it's... Listen, it's... Uh... Football is, is, a, is a big business and as I said before, you know, in order to, to achieve something and to go forward, so many things have to be, you know, right, in, in, you know, in place to, to be able to do it. Um, the club during the, these years, uh, they have the willing, they have the... They, they, we did it. We we did it, and, and they that was like a step forwards. But 
now I'm preparing myself. You asking after maybe before. I did, I did already a master in the, in football direction. And for me, it have to be about uh, develop like a plan, like a, a route, and I have to be slowly to get in there. You know, just just not to to avoid to this to happen. You know, to suddenly be like uh, you don't know what gonna happen. You know, people go, people. You have to be like progressively so you can be able to maintain that, sustain that time, and that's where you. Well, from here to there, to there, to there, and when you're ready, you can bring mm, good players and, and you can spend a lot of money. But till that, I think it has to be something like very sensible. Every year, I have to add in the right things, the right character, or the right players, and keep building on that. So, I, I that is the case of many clubs. And back in the time when we were there, like Swansea Donets. Uh, I don't know which else. Swansea was really good. Yeah, so Hampton did it. Yeah, yeah. You have a, a example of good way that they could maintain and um, you know, sustain in the Premier League. We, we we couldn't do it. And and yeah, it's, it's you you right there. You know, uh, that first year we managed to keep the division. We was really good under the circumstances. Uh, yeah, we we just got four or five players, which. Once again, it's better than have 10, 11 new players and a new squad every year. You know, if you just add in four or five, we just struggle all the season, but we, we managed to in that final game to keep the division. And then suddenly again, you know, that that over that, that preseason again we have like you know big names coming and, and big players, which which is for me was an amazing experience, but it is it's more difficult to, to get it right. That that you you put like a, 50-50, you know, if you bring 13 players in a squad, it's going to be difficult to make a bond, to make a a, a group, and, and yeah, yeah, it's, it's not it's not as simple as 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 as, as you see, you know. Yeah, but I, one one thing I do remember about that season, Ali, is that you took to the Premier League so well. I remember the goal against Wolves. I remember you lifting up your shirt with the um. The Maradona yeah. tattoo, um, but I, I, I remember at the time there was all these rumors about Liverpool and Inter Milan. Um, so I won't ask you to comment on that, but just for you, like, did you, did you feel like, kind of, you were at home in the Premier League? Did you feel like you belong there? Because it, it definitely looked like it from where I was at. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. You know, to it. You know, players as a footballer, you, it's very difficult to get in the, in the wave when you just like fly. You feel like everything happening, and, and you it's just effortless, and you enjoy every bit of it. So when you down there in the bubble, that's when things happen. You know, uh, and then you know it's very difficult to just knock you down because you're already there, and, and you know it's it's way different. And this happened. This happened with a very very top uh, level of player. Uh, in most cases, so uh, if you suddenly you move, you get a move, you get a move to a team where he's competing for winning things. You said that you start to win him, win him, win him mentality. So everything just move around and get him to that place where where you're really on it. I feel that like I was getting there really uh, that season, as you say. You know, you were, there. You got, been... you were getting there. You were there, Ali. You were oh, there. Yeah, the case of. Uh, before getting to play in the first division, people say, ah, you're too slow, you cannot get to tempo, blah, blah, blah. So you start to play, you know. When I moved to to England, it was the same 
the same case. No, the, the game is too quick. It's not for you, that league, you know, that, that country, you know, and I need to get to play. When we get to the Premier League, that were the same, you know, questions. And, and that also is what give you, like, combustion. Like, you, just, okay, I'm going to prove, you know, myself first. Always you prove yourself. You have nothing to prove to nobody else. It's just yourself. But you getting these little, you know, uh, peaks and, and it's like fuel for you, you know. Okay, you saying this, okay, I go again. Uh, so I was getting, I was getting there. I was right in my, my, my place, you know, enjoying really embracing the Premier League and getting to places. And then, you know, back in time was less recognition or, or less... Uh, uh, visibility, but already was getting that, you know, people, oh, this guy, who is this guy, you know, he's, you know, statistically passes, you know, tackles and all that, that stuff, which he, he didn't, it didn't happen really, you know, it didn't happen remember, because they I remember, timing, you know. I remember we played Man City at home and I think we lost, yeah. it was a close game, we lost 3-2 and I come into school on the Monday and all my friends were like, Oh, who's the who's the Argentine guy in midfield? He 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 had Yaya Torre in his pocket. He had David Silva in his pocket. He was dancing around them. That's that's what I remember from you, um, from you in the Premier League. Yeah, 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 we were we were enjoying it. We like I remember my tandem, the tandem in between among us. Like, you know, Armand Traore was flying. I knew Adel will be there in the pockets. You know, we 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 should have like this. Johnny Roy Phillips down the line. You, I know, like, John Derry will get my back. You know, you know, this kind of stuff, and you start to like enjoy. So, yeah, that's the beauty of football. Uh, after that, as I say, for instance, the club stand out for me and always be there for me. But the club was like uh, going out, going down, and you like it's, it's getting difficult to, to get where you wanted to be after, you know, to get back to that level. So, yeah. That is part of part of life, but it's, it's the way of what you're doing with it, and and not like standing and saying, okay, this happened with me, blah 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 blah. It's not. I've been privileged enough to, to as I say, to play many more years and to be part of many experiences and and, and to win things as well. So yeah, that is life, it's football, and you have to embrace it. Yeah. But Micah's too polite to ask, but. Are you able to say whether there was any approaches made from a Liverpool or an Inter Milan? Was there ever any? No, I was, I was. Yeah, I was getting there. I was getting there. I remember, uh, I I done my first ACL on sixth of January in the FA Cup. I think it was a Carling Cup and back in time, and I was I was I did play every single game of that season. And December get is like seven eight games in the in the month. So I was like knackered, like I said, everyone else probably. Uh, I should play that game. I remember Neil Warnock being on the, on the, you know, uh, on the question being questioned about if you carry your sons or, or get sacked. So I played, I probably played for him really. I was captain that day, which is that was like proud. Of, I was really proud as well. Um, so yeah, by that time I was. So we were talking about renovation. We were talking a new deal. We were talking out with Liverpool, um, and there were more clubs on the on the line. So yeah, that, that was true. That was true. As I say many times, when people ask me about Inter and all Mourinho thing when I arrived, that which I say is I don't know if that's true or, or not. 
this part of it, I knew that that, that, that was happening. Even for the friendly of the national team, I, I told I was uh, they were looking up for me, you know, keep doing it because you wanna get the call, you know. So yeah, football, my friend. It didn't happen at the end, but but it's, it's alright. Never matter. Yeah, so I guess uh, one thing that, another thing that I've never really got much clarity on is I think during Redknapp's time, I, I never really understood this decision because I thought you and Esteban Granero were a really good partnership in midfield. But what, what were the circumstances behind you going on loan to Palermo? Um, yeah, you know, football, you know, sometimes... Uh, it happens, you know. If that season for us, as you say, we just managed to play six, seven games, very good level, with a very tough fixture probably, and we didn't get the the points on board early, that winnings early, so that group didn't really gem, and didn't really bond, and and that team never developed. From that point on, it was really, really difficult. I remember Mark Hughes leaving after 15 games or so, uh, or yeah, around there. And yeah, Harry arrives. Yeah, Harry, Harry arrives, and straight away he put me in the stands. Really, that that what happened. Really, uh, which is 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 normal, you know. Managers come and they need to know players, and they things they do what they think is the best at the moment to to solve the problems. So from that point on, for me, it was a difficult season because it was my first season after the injury. So, yeah, probably it was more about my uh, personal moment that from that, I think it was he was um, arriving around November, October, November, whatever. That, that two months, Till January, I've been playing, not playing like 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 that. You know, I I didn't felt like that chemistry among us. So I pushed to to go and play. You 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 are young, as I say. You know, different timings in your career. You know, you have less understand understand of of situations. You know, less experience. You know that that happened. Down the road, in, for instance, in Getafe, when I was there, we're 30 years old, and I stay, and I, 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 I decided to import that anyway in the, in the squad. I, I ended playing the last 15 games of the last season and being by really important, with a spell of two months, like probably being in the stands every single game, and you say, what's going on? But when you 24, 25, 26, and you want to play football, and, and that happens sometimes, you know, you're not up to. To that so yeah that, that really what happened with, with with harry which after i go back and i did play he did play me in the championship the follow season but yeah that really what can i say you know from that that, that point it's a shame um talk about managers what was your relationship like with warnock and was he your favorite qpr manager you had or is there another one yeah, of course. Neil is uh, it's been great for us, you know, for everyone in the club. Uh, you, you, you cannot. You, it's difficult to to say the opposite, uh, given the circumstances. I, I really enjoyed my time with him. Uh, he was really fun. He he knew what what he was doing. He 
he understands the game very well to the perfection, more in the, in the, the championship, obviously. Uh, he knew how to get promoted and he executed really, really well, you know. Uh, he made that group of players. He knew, you know, that we will, will be uh, ending being brothers and he was kind of that, you know. At the end, we are we are still in contact with most of them, you know. Um, so, which is which is great, and it is when you achieve things, you know, big things. And he was for me uh, crucial because he gave me confidence when he arrived. He made me feel free to play, um, and that was great. Uh, but but once again, you know, that was my case, and and I came oh, 100% telling you that in that squad there were players where they feel totally opposite because he he have to play play 11 players and and he have to choose what what player will be like his his you know power or whatever uh, and the rest of players you know everyone wants to play and suddenly you find and you know this is like a wheel so you know you need to you need to really understand that's football that's why it's so difficult to to maintain to progress to you know to make a career a professional career um and yeah, that's football. So uh, for me, Neil is, is God, and probably for someone else, he's the he's the world manager that he, they they have. For say something, you know, it's just to put you in the mm. in the picture of how difficult this environment is. You know, most most when you get into the last few years of your career, you start you start to uh, be like on the on the side of the manager. Sometimes you know, you start to understand things. You know how difficult it is to. To pick the squad, to pick the team every weekend, what they see, how they feel. So, so yeah, it's not easy for them anyway. Uh, we have twenty. You have twenty six, twenty seven players, big egos. Everyone thinks that you have to play every weekend. He the, is the best. So the competition is 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 not easy to to be a manager. Uh, so yes, that what can I say? I love I love to beat uh, to need. So yeah. Hands down to to new one up. And you said earlier you don't really like the over analyzing or too much going into tactics. Was Neil where where did he sit on that? Was he giving you a lot of freedom? You chucked that word in, or was was there a lot of detail when um when no. you working under him? Listen, it's not it's not like I don't like the detail. I I love to be to prepare games and to be on the field without any doubts you know I think is that is the most important thing but you have way too many differences so get that you know uh, Neil was very straightforward about how he wanted to play and that's that, that's it you know that, that's what I'm talking about I, I'm talking if you want to play three five whatever you want to play four three whatever you want to play um, whatever is your philosophy of football or seeing the game you need to give the, the players very straight, straight, very clear, uh, and the, the 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 you know to them, the tools to them to do it. What what you what you think, what you have in your mind, and that is not easy. You know, management is not easy. So Neil, he knew what he wants, he knew how he get it, and we understand it perfectly, like it or not. You know, uh, I was like a technical player, and, and Neil wa wanted to play very direct, and wa wanted to play. Uh, me after the second balls and from that point be free and express myself 
and be closer to the go to the next, you know, to opposition. Uh, and once you start to understand, and I'm, I'm feeling it, I enjoying it. That is where you know you say, listen, this 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 guy knows what he's doing. So in that sense, Neil, uh, yeah, he did it very well. You know, he don't want to us to get the ball around our box. He don't like. Uh, he loves defenders to be defenders to kick the ball as far as possible, but with little bit of sense. You know, he want to play off his number nine and then come around, support him, and play forward. You know, so. We did it to perfection with with him, and that and that and that spell. You know, you have Heather Ferguson over there, uh, bringing the balls down. You have after that me and Adele trying to the build up, and you have pace in the sides uh, with Jamie, with Wayne, with Ogan, with nice good fits. You know, you have Walker bumping, you know, from the back. You have you know clean. You know he will kill somebody. Same as um. Gaspar Gorks and Connolly, you know, Fitzhall. So you know, everyone knows what role they play in the uh, in the team, and that is the, that is the the key for management, I think. Uh, yeah. Just quickly before you go, so the way you're talking about philosophy here, and you you you've got your masters as a football director. Have you seen that there's a vacancy at QPR right now? Um, director of football. Do you fancy do you fancy going for that? Bring over a load of <laughs> South American talents. Sure. Listen, QPR at the right at this moment is is uh, is a place where uh, you know everyone wants to try to help and to and to do things. So yeah, I'm always um, I always in, in contact with them and and they know that, that I'm here. Whatever that they need, they will have me forever because uh, it's a it's a place where I feel really connected and I feel the bond and that that will be forever. West London, I'm a West London boy, uh, so. Yeah, now Les Les has been there. He's been trying to pull the string for many years and done uh, ups and downs with the club, but it's not easy. And and that's the position that where he was. So yeah, I think that now is they they trying to show us back in football before the like the chairman and the CEO and the manager trying to to deal with things at the moment. So yeah, I wish them uh, all the the very best this season. Hope that is a a good one, really. Perfect. I think that's a that's a good one to end it on. Um, Ali, thank you for coming on. Uh, really, really appreciate it. And we'll hopefully um, have some more special guests. Maybe I might have peaked too early with having Ali on, but hopefully uh, in the coming weeks, we'll get some other guys on. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed listening. Thanks to Ali. Thanks to Micah. Um, and come on yours. Yes, guys. Thank you for having me and wish you all the best for you as well, you know. Thanks a lot. Legend. Cheers, Ali. All right.